everyone. Today is March 17th, 2016. I'm your podcast host, client manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned company headquartered in Shenzhen, China that specializes in everything from quality control product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. My guest today is a returning guest from Nanjing, China. Grew up in Reno, Nevada. He is a client manager at InTouch as well. So I'm pleased to welcome the Raging Cajun, Mr. George Huang. I'm back. He's back. Today, George and I will be talking a little bit about three ways that experienced importers avoid delays. We're talking about production delays here. And this is based off an article that George had written back in January. So let's talk about delays first of all. What are some of the potential causes of delays and what are the implications for the importer? So delays are very common in Chinese manufacturing and it could happen from anywhere in any single process in the supply chain. So, you know, before the raw material gets to the supplier, gets to the factory, before they start working on it. And, you know, once they start working on it, if there's one small issue with one machine, that could cause days of delay. And every single process from making to packaging to waiting on raw materials, every single one of these processes can cause a delay. And what it means for a buyer is that, you know, you have deadlines. If you're marketing a new item, if you're trying to have these items ready for a show, or these are promotional items and you have to get them ready by the time the event starts, you know, these delays can cause a lot of headaches for you. Definitely. And I, I would add to that, that those delays can also hurt the, the buyer's relationship to their customers, distributors, retailers that they're selling to. So let's go into the first point here. The first way that delays can be avoided. You wrote that Buyers can specify the expected shipping date early to avoid delays. What do you mean by that? Right. So just as many other issues that buyers face when working with suppliers, one of the best ways to prevent them is communication. And good communication can solve you a lot of headaches in the long run. And so what I mean here is specify to your supplier when you order the PO, when you prepare and you confirm the PO to let them know that what your expected shipping date is. And so once they have this expectation, once you let them know exactly what your expectation is, it will help them and you manage what to expect when you're arriving closer and closer to this date. To specify the expected shipping date early, I mean, when is a good time to do that? Probably on the PO maybe, or would you say putting it on the purchase order is probably the best way to address it early? Yeah, I think putting it on the PO is one of the best ways. And just letting them know, you know, when you confirm it with them, let them know that this is the exact date or this is the date that I want or I'm expecting this order to be shipped out. Okay, great. You also mentioned that there are things that cannot be controlled from the importer side of things, such as receiving raw materials and starting different production processes. But you mentioned that there are questions that they can ask the supplier to sort of check in from time to time and, and see that they're sort of on track to be meeting the shipping deadline. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. And that brings up another point is that while you should check in regularly with questions such as, have you received the raw materials yet? Have you begun the production process? Have you begun the packaging? These are important questions that you should ask your supplier, you know, on a regular basis. But one thing that you don't want to do as a buyer is to micromanage your supplier. Have some faith in them, you know, let them do their job and don't go in day after day 
asking exactly what part they're doing now or what process they're engaging in. Let them do their thing and only check in regularly with the main questions. Okay, great. The second point that you make here is importers can avoid production delays and shipping delays through using a timeline to manage production. Why don't you elaborate a little bit more on what you mean there? Right. So as a buyer, one of the things you can do is ask your supplier to provide a weekly or bi-weekly update of a timeline that shows exactly what processes the factory has started, what process has ended, and that will give you a really good idea of when you can expect each process to begin and end. And that will manage your expectations for the entire PO. Okay, great. One of the examples that you used in that section really was Gantt charts. And for those listeners who are not familiar with Gantt charts, can you give us a little bit of a breakdown about what's included in one of those and how that sort of visualization helps the importer to get a big picture view of their order and the production status? Okay, so Gantt chart, if you had to visualize it, so you could see it as the entire PO, right? All the items included on the PO, and each process has a start date, end date, and a different color scheme for when the process has started, when it has ended, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And it gives you a big picture of how the PO is progressing and how much progress is made and when you can expect the PO to finish. Okay, great. Yeah, I've seen Gantt charts before, and they are, as you said, they're highly visual because of the different color schemes they use. Oftentimes, there's a different color used on the timeline if there's any kind of delay, different colors used for projections. And I think that comes in handy for the buyer as well to just sort of glance at it quickly and decide if they need to address anything right away. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Okay. Your last point here, that is the third way that experienced employers can avoid delays is through production monitoring. Why don't you tell us a little bit about production monitoring and how that's helpful in avoiding delays? So production monitoring is basically when you as a buyer hire a third-party auditor to be on site and represent your company to check exactly what you want to check. So if there are some crucial processes that's happening on these dates, you can perform production monitoring to make sure that the factory or the supplier is performing this exactly the way you want. And it's also a good way to catch issues. You know, if you know that this item has an issue that keeps showing up and you know exactly what part of the production process that issue is happening on, you could send in an auditor to represent your company to try to see if these issues are showing up or, you know, if the factory fixed them. And one thing to note about production monitoring is that it's a lot cheaper than going yourself. Most buyers are located in, you know, the United States or Europe, and it's a, not a cheap trip to fly to China to check on your PO. Right. The other benefit of production monitoring that you mentioned I think is crucial is that you're able to catch defects or other issues related to production earlier on in the process. One of the examples that you gave in the article was mass production of shoes made with like EVA. So these are plastic shoes essentially, but there's injection molding going on for different components. Then there's like screen printing or 3D printing for some of those later on down the line. And for example, if you wait until the end to do a final inspection, which is sort of a more traditional approach and a little bit more conservative on the budget, typically you'll find possibly some issues related to earlier stages that are affecting all of the order. But by doing production monitoring, and that is, as you said, being on site or having someone on site to represent yourself as the buyer and just checking 
production stages periodically, they can identify issues earlier and address them before they affect most of the order. Yeah, another benefit of production monitoring is that if you took our advice and asked supplier to provide weekly updates of timelines or Gantt charts, while the inspector is on site, you can ask them to check and validate the information that you've been given every week on the timelines. So you can make sure that, you know, your factory is not just filling in what you're expecting to see, but actually what's happening on site. Yeah, it's a really good point. They can sort of cross-reference the Gantt charts by actually having someone there to look at the status of the order. Yeah, I think one more important point to emphasize too is that, you know, some importers, they hear production monitoring and they think that means having one or two people or even more on site at the same factory every day of the week. When actually, that's the case sometimes, but it can really be scaled down to having one auditor there one day a week or even less frequently just to check in periodically. Okay, so what do you think is sort of the overarching message here for importers that want to avoid delays? What can they do? Yeah, so by specifying your expectations early and clearly, by using tools like timelines and Gantt charts, and by using production monitoring to check the status of your PO at the factory on site, these are all great ways you can avoid delays. Okay, awesome. Well, I want to thank my guest, George Huang, for joining me today to talk about production delays and how importers can avoid those. So thank you, George. No problem. And thanks to you listeners out there for tuning in today's broadcast. And I want to remind you guys as well to check out our social media channels, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. We've got some daily updates there and some industry news and advice. Check out our YouTube channel for some videos with industry experts and uh, on-site inspections. And finally, if you'd like to get in contact with us directly, you can drop us a line on our company website. That is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.